You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. No. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Super Arrogant Bro Show. With me, your host, Stev. You are the only host. Yes, and with me, this silky, smooth voice, this rugged voice... Two things that don't make sense when you put them together, yet they somehow put, they, they 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 somehow work anyways. Is my boy Dirkub? That's right, boys and girls. It is your favorite radio face, Dirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. After last week's episode, I spent more and more time with Baldur's Gate three, and Jesus Christ, I think I have run to the point where I might uh, not be... I don't think I can progress any further in the main quest now until further content is released. Uh, well, let's see here. You you already talked to me about how you killed all the goblins. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, did you go back to the grove? Yes. Did you camp out? Yep. Did you meet the devil? Yeah. Okay, let's see here. What else do you need to do? And I said to him, you are the devil and the devil's bad. That is unnaturally true when it comes down to uh, D&D games. Uh, a little bit, little bit of a life tip right here. If a man comes out and starts like saying silky smooth things, offers you a banquet, probably some wine, uh, don't, don't take it. Oh, because devil, okay. de- devils in this game are bad. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they equal bad things that happen. Yeah, well, and I've got some more updates to talk about with Baldur's Gate 3 uh, as far as my gameplay goes with it uh, coming up here during Games of the Week. And mm-hmm. uh, Jesus Christ, I can't wait to actually talk about some of these things. Mm-hmm. I, I had so much fucking fun. But yeah, uh, before we get into the show then, I do want to make sure that I plug, plug, plug here. Uh, first of which, actually, uh, a buddy of mine uh, named Wesley has a band called Ater. It's A-T-E-R. And you can actually find this band off of Facebook, but not just Facebook. He now has his stuff on Spotify. Ooh. And I'm very proud of this guy. He has uh, created some really, really great black metal music that has also been uh, promoted by the Church of Satan quite a while back. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So this is a very accomplished dude, a good friend of mine. Go check him out and listen to his music. Um, he works his ass off, and he also just released a uh, a new line of merchandise, and I actually just purchased one of his his hoodies. Oh, nice! And, and came in the mail. It looks, oh, it feels great. Oh, good. The second thing, share the show. We need to get butts in seats, and you know our voices in your ear holes and in your friends' ear holes. Mm-hmm. That means we need you to get people to listen to Super Arrogant Bros because because. We want to be able to find sponsorships in order to be able to make money off of this podcast. Yes. We have done so before, and we are looking to do so again, but nobody is going to be doing that unless we are getting people listening to the show. And so we do have an audience already, but at the same time, then, you know, we could always be growing. Mm-hmm. Always. 
get people to join the underground, get people to listen to madcastmedia.com, arrogantmedia.net, whichever way they decide they want to. We don't care if it's through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and we're even on iHeartRadio. Hey, give us a listen there. Uh, you can get the transcript uh, from a raven that will probably be visiting every major city. Uh, you're going to have to hunt it down. Please don't kill them because the uh, guy that I bought them from looked like he may have been a demon. Uh, don't. I, I, I need them back. I don't know what font he is using. Uh, it was comics. Mm. Like I said, he gave me I'd a good- I'd rather have a child scribble the the transcript. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you get what you pay for. I gave him half a bag of Fritos. Not like the big bag, but the really small bag. Like the one that you get from like the travel containers that you okay. get from, you, you know, like from airplanes and stuff like that. Um yeah, he said, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't really listen to the other part, something about third born, uh, like uh, third son, um, about a soul. Uh, I don't, I didn't really listen to all that part. He had a really cool, like, like pencil thin mustache. So I'm like, I-, I should probably grow one of those. And then he turned into like a bunch of demon bats and flew away afterwards. Yeah, the thing is, he doesn't actually use the Fritos to eat. The uh, Fritos themselves actually have oil in them used to be able to start fires, that's what he uses those for. Yeah, it explains a bunch of like weird-ass like ritualistic fire sacrifices and forests I've been finding about recently. That's why the church burned down. Yeah, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. I mean, but his pencil-thin mustache was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what the fourth part of the contract was, but I'm sure it's nothing I have you to worry about. You didn't read it? Nah, it's, it's like terms and conditions. I just kind of... Just kind of think that, you know, don't be an asshole while using our product. And then there we go. And, and so far, I haven't been talked to. So, pluses. Pluses. Yeah. But he did He did give me a cool, cool little, uh, like, a little, little, like, bag of snickerdoodles. So, that was kind of cool. Bag of snickerdoodles. Yeah. And then uh, he also gave me some fireball. But at the same time, it's like, I don't like drinking trash like i don't like drinking trash juice <laughs> so i didn't drink it i actually don't mind fireball i hate fireball with a passion really why is that <laughs> it just if i wanted a cinnamon tasting drink i will go out and find a cinnamon tasting drink but when it comes down to whiskey it just it it tastes like lava to me okay. and it's like i can't i can't drink it because it just it just makes my entire experience just I I can't yeah I got you though oh and one more thing I want to also plug Ravenhurst Manor in Evansdale Iowa ooh uh, these guys were were uh, happy to uh, allow Mel and I to go and explore the mansion and I'll be I'll be frank here we've actually gone to this haunt multiple times both during the uh, the uh, Halloween season, and actually once during the summer Ooh. last year. Yeah, they were opening it for the the summer, uh, for like one week, just as a as a way of being able, being able to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. But what uh, what happened here is they took uh, a nursing home and turned it into a haunted attraction, and it expands further. And the aesthetics of this place are incredible. 
I, I cannot tell you how much I love this this place enough. It is actually one of my absolute favorite haunted attractions to go to. Nice. So if you are in Iowa or if you are nearby, if you can drive out to Evansdale at some point during this haunting season, go do so because it's it's nice to be able to do this during what is still, like, I guess, the epidemic? Yeah. Whatever. Pandemic, but, epidemic at this point, it's a demic. Yeah, but these people work their asses off for oh, this. Oh, hell they. So, all right, let's get into the games of the week. Games of the week. So it's as I've said, I, uh, you know, I, I played a shitload of Baldur's Gate ever since the last episode, and I, I went through... Uh, through the main storyline as, as far as I possibly could before it was like, okay, I can't travel to this area because the rest of the game is not out yet, so I gotta wait. But in the meantime, side quests are pretty damn fun. Oh, yeah. So in, in Dungeons & Dragons, it is uh, it is encouraged to be creative with the way that you dispose of your enemies. Mm-hmm. And I did so. Now... Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, obviously. So there's a one point where you used to ever telling me, hey, yeah, that point where you've got the hobgoblin and you've got, uh, you know, all the other goblins surrounding him and shit. Yeah, that's the real hard part. So this came after I accidentally aggroed what felt like everybody in the fucking goblin sanctuary. Oh, Jesus. So I didn't think I was going to make it. I somehow did. Like with with my wits and being able to make sure that I was able to pick up my wizard whenever he was downed, like I I somehow did it, and it took a long time. It, it felt like, I it, it felt like that battle was like an hour and a half, just because of everything that was in there in there. But to like, you know, I, I killed the um, uh, I killed the the priestess, mm-hmm. the goblin priestess, who um, Jesus Christ. So like I I I, I slaughtered almost everybody in there and I, and I bragged about it and you were like, you know, just, just wait for the hard part. Well, I, I did. I, I went up to the hobgoblin and I, I looked around and I realized, okay, there's a bunch of goblins that are trying to surround us. There's also this pit of spiders. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to use the shove action. I could just let the spiders do the fighting for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shoving some goblins in the pit just to let them get killed by the spiders. That was so satisfying. Yeah. And, uh, and and then, so this the entire leader of this camp, being a drow, who was was the, the ringleader of everything going on, she was going to be leading the, the goblins toward the, the uh, druid grove and do an attack there and, and wanted your help with it. Yeah. I lied for her. And and I came back after I slaughtered fucking everything. I came back to her and the single goblin that she was with <laughs> stomped her fucking face in. Mm-hmm. Like I I just wrecked her shit almost immediately. Jeez, I I don't know what to say. It's it's it, it's kind of one of those little things where you just got where you have to realize like. There are certain parts where it's like, I should use strategy and tactics in order to actually make sure that I get through this all right. And then there's fights like that where it's like, this is a caster? 
surrounded by archers, basically. Mm-hmm. If I just throw everyone and their mother at something, I'm going to win. That's actually how I got through the first drow fight. Because every single time that she would attempt to, you know, leave someone's uh, someone's uh, like attack, like attack range, she'll just get hit. She got mauled by a bear twice. Yeah. And then she just casually walked in at me, and I'm like, I'm, I'm in a place where I can just jump up and get out of her range. So I did that, and then I just shot her in the face. Oof. And it's just like, again... Uh, best warlock in existence does it again by jumping up on top of another ledge and then just shooting her in the face. Yeah. Now, I did have issues with the hobgoblin because I'm thinking to myself, last time I did this, I went into it blind. So I accidentally pulled three or four different rooms. All of them had some sort of caster. That's fun for me. Oh, God, they have healing word. Okay. (laughs) And that wiped me. I'm like, okay, I have to do this again. So we did it again, and I've. This is where I like said, okay, tactics time. I got my rogue up there, I got myself up there, and then I threw in the distraction party, which consisted of the high elf, the githyanki, and the bear. The bear got most of the aggro, started the fight. I was outside of combat, so was the rogue, and. I look over at the hobgoblin. I'm like, he's gonna be the most, he's gonna be the hardest one to deal with. Rogue, you're hiding. Put on that wyvern poison. Dome this man, and lo, did the heavens rain down and say, <laughs> "Hey, bitch, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I'm gonna let this happen." <laughs> and lo and behold. In one turn, I got rid of 50 points of health from one attack. (laughs) And much rejoicing was had. The bear mauled three people. The Githyanki stabbed people to death. And I just kept yelling Eldritch Blast and watching people fall down. Six uh, Six hit points is pretty fucking terrifying until you realize that you can just do that by accidentally rolling a one. And boom, the fight was over for me. Then I went back to the Druid Grove, and now I am waiting to go into the Underdark right now. Because the only reason that I'm not progressing even further is because I really, really want my my uh, Warlock of uh, Warlock of the Blade. Don't get me wrong, the Imp is really cool. He he does poison attacks on his bite. It's really cool that he does that. But at the same time, I, I want a sword. I want a sword. I want to be able to play my Hell Knight. My actual fucking Hell Knight. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm not able to do it because they haven't put in Pact of the Blade yet, which is the <laughs> only class I like playing. <laughs> the only subclass I like playing because it's like, I can either play as the kind of summoner or the kind of mage. And it's like, I just, I want to hit people with a sword and then shoot them when they run away. I want to be able to snipe people from literally a mile away. I want combat to begin when I'm about to enter the state lines. 
and then I'm going to snipe a man <laughs> in his capital and then walk away. Everyone's going to be wondering to themselves, how, how do we get to this guy? You don't. I'm going to keep shooting you until you fall down. I can't wait until they put the rest of the PHB in there. Oh, neither can I. Because then I can play my ninja monk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm I'm excited. I'm super excited. Like, I love my warlock, but there's so many other things that I want to do. There's a couple things about this game that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it feels like everything that Lyrian has been doing uh, from their previous games has been leading into Baldur's Gate 3. You can you could say you could argue that uh, Baldur's Gate three is is like a Divinity Original Sin three. Mm-hmm. So there are a good load of companies that uh, a long time ago you could say it, it was as if they could do no wrong, mm-hmm. and then something happens. So some examples that I can go through are. Bethesda, yeah, obviously. Big one. Um, Bioware, yes. absolutely Bioware, mm-hmm. and then Blizzard is is one of the biggest falls that I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, what people need to understand is that, like, and, and I need to keep in check as well, is that as big of fans we are, these com- this company could go the same way as the other other studios did. And what I mean by this is all it takes is the wrong leadership switch, mm-hmm. the, the wrong person to take over, and everything can go to shit. Mm-hmm. So this happened with Blizzard. This happened with Bioware. It happened uh, with Bethesda as well. And what could happen, what they could fall into as another pitfall here is getting bought out by another big company that begins to bleed them dry. Mm-hmm. We, y- you don't want to see it, but it will happen because you know. This this is how the market works. Yep. If a company is big enough, and they offer a good amount of incentives to be bought out, they're going to try their damnedest to do that. It it could happen to Larian. It could happen to a lot of these smaller companies that are starting to make make big names for themselves. Themselves, sorry. But it's just. I don't think Larian's going to be turning into that anytime soon. Let's see what happens after Baldur's Gate 3. Because right now, that's still fresh. That's still new. It is popular, don't get me wrong. But it's not popular enough to the point where other video game companies are going to be saying, hey, we should probably grab these guys so that way they can make our games as well. Yeah. Because when you buy a company, you're buying the dev team. And so, who knows what's going to be happening with that. Right. It's just, I wouldn't hold my breath for anything bad to happen with Larian right now. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But I, I I will say this. When it comes down to another game that they're going to be making, two more games that they're going to be making, who knows, That's when that that's when in my mind when they start trying to branch out away from Divinity or away from Baldur's Gate. That's when I'll start watching intently about how the development process is going to be going. Right. 
So bully on them. Keep going. But don't lose the spirit of what makes these games great. Yeah. We love the story. We love we love the art style. We love the music. We love the combat system. Those are the core things that we like. We like engaging gameplay no matter what fucking Naughty Dog says. We like <laughs> yeah. having fun. If if Larian didn't have the track record that they did, I would not have bought uh, Baldur's Gate 3 yet. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I wanted to talk about related to Larian is, I, I don't know if you've heard about this happening before recently, but uh, Larian decided to take the... The, the characters that people are building mm-hmm. and create a an average. So in other words, this is what's most likely to be made by people that are that are creating characters. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, when uh, when Larian did this, they ended up with a a typical white male character. Yeah, the the fucking Fallout character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Larian was very obviously jokingly saying, look, guys, we gave you demon horns. We gave you tails. Like, like come go, on, guys. Go crazy with this. Yeah. Please don't tell me that people got fucking upset over it. People joke. got upset for it. Oh, my fucking God. And, and you can see dipshits like Jeremy from The Quartering saying that Larian is upset about people creating straight white males. No, they're upset at the fact that you... Never mind. They're upset the fact that they they gave you all these options. Like, okay, let's let's describe it this way. Let, let's 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 say you're you're you've got someone that's saying, "Let's play a fantasy game. I'll be the human." That is what Larian is poking fun at. Now, I will say this when it comes down to it. I'm going to devil advocate this. Yeah, like there are times where it's like it's more engaging on a role play on a role play aspect to play as a human only if you have a good how, how, how do I put this only if you give it a good kind of feel to it so whenever I play humans in any sort of RPG I always have some sort of like country that I want them to be from like from the real world yeah. uh, my first Pathfinder character I have ever made was actually it, 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 it was a Union officer. He had a revolver. He had a non-magical sword. He wore no armor. Because... Wear as much armor as you can. You're still going to get shot by a bullet. Right. And so... that And, 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 and so because of that... I, I also made an entire kind of like retinue Pathfinder group. Where he literally just had... Some people join up with his... As he as he used to call it, his brigade. So, that's that's what they would do. Like they would go around, they would offer their services up as like mercenaries and stuff like that. And it just so happened to co their their assignment just so happened to coincide with what the adventuring party was trying to do: overthrow this queen so that way a better government can be installed. I said. I'm just doing it so that way everyone can have freedoms. Like, who would want to live under a monarchy when you could just have freedoms and vote and all of that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, like like a certain government would that loves freedom so much. Just saying, like, my country's better, but I'm don't worry. Like, it's you're never going to be our country, but I want you to be like our country. 
<laughs> yeah. So I always did it. I always did it something like that. Uh, another one that I made was a French swashbuckler. Oh. Yeah, and she was uh, she was a duelist. She was a fencer. I made it to where she was. I I actually got myself as a reputation as like the fiercest duelist in this kingdom. And so it's just like hoity toity French nobility. You have besmirched you have besmirched my honor. I challenge you to a duel. Here's yeah. my second. It's this druid. Where's your second? We'll duel here in a bit. Yeah. And the other one that I played, and I think I played it with you one day, was actually was a German-esque war paladin. No, German-esque <laughs> war cleric when I first started playing D&D. Okay. And everyone like looked at me. Well, God, it was like a bunch of these little areas because it's like, yo, you're playing as a human. It's like, yeah. And I he I, I would yeah. I I would always throw in like random German words, and he would just run in as fast as humanly possible to punch the heathens. <laughs> so he there's this fucking full plate male like with tabard holy vestments and all that stuff that would run at anything that he would deem unworthy of his god's love, and he would just beat it to death. But here's the thing though. I'm not playing the random ass paladin that you, I'm not playing these stupid little paladin, like, I'm going to go say, be the good guy. You're not doing the stereotype. I'm not doing the stereotypes because stereotypes are boring. Sure, you go and play your generic paladin. Put a fucking twist on it. Don't be boring. You know, this is a fantasy world, and yes, you can still play a human, but put a twist onto it. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. just immediately say, "Well, he's a mercenary who's going to go and do adventuring stuff." Be like my English swordsman. He is a disowned noble who went out to finally make a name for himself, so that way he can claim his ancient homeland that consisted of maybe like a hundred acres. Don't be boring when it comes down to rpgs you can play your human don't play random generic human number 12 that's right that's right that's really all that larian is is trying to say too like and and i i think that i think that people like the quartering i think that people like jeremy do a tremendous disservice in in the world of of gaming and in the world of of journalism especially so like and he's not the only person who is saying, "Oh, uh, Larian's upset about uh, about uh, men creating straight men, uh, you know, straight right men in their own game." Like, no, some people just enjoy creating their own person and playing it in the game, and Larian understands this perfectly well. But they're just they're 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 poking fun at it. Yeah, that's all that it yeah, is. Exactly, they're just poking fun, and they're like they're not upset about yeah. anything. And, and here's the thing, we've already seen it before where people don't play the game and they'll still complain about it. Yeah. The same thing will happen about other people. All right? Like sure there's like a very gung-ho, very patriotic man in your game. Doesn't make him a bad character. Like y- you can hate him, sure, but don't hate him because of like he's patriotic heroic guy hate him because it's bland yeah so with this with this thing about sjwe uh journalism uh or or, you know journalism about sjws 
so like you and I remember the the good old days of SJW dunking left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was done by Sargon, Shuan Head, Chris Raygun. You had Christ. You had a load of people that came in and made a name for themselves. But over time, it became a little more clued in as to why certain people became SJW content creators. Mm-hmm. So some of us did it because we were, you know, maybe more on the the liberal side of of things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to get too I don't want to get too political, but I, yeah. I do want to talk about how like I think that. Um, so while a lot of us were, you know, we we had like um, liberal perspectives, but we saw these people that are like, hey, maybe you're taking things a little way too far and yep. you're kind of hurting people by yep. uh some really shitty tactics. That's that's why we mocked that's why why we use the term SJW. Yeah. But it seemed like uh more and more people were coming out of the woodwork and making videos and articles talking about SJWs because it was an easy way of making content. Yeah. And and and, and it goes both ways. It will always go both ways. Yes. Like I said before, you can never have these sorts of things where it's like there will always be extremes. Going down either extreme will lead to bad times. I'm not going to get into the whole fucking political thing about it. But it's just these are video games. Let people play that how they want to play. Okay? Just because you so happen to pick the Confederate side in War of Rights doesn't make you a literal fucking Nazi. <laughs> you just want to play the goddamn game. Doesn't matter what side it is. I just want to play the fucking game. Yeah. Not all of us also think that everything is SJW either. We just want to enjoy the game. Yeah. Like I that's just, that's that's how it is. And I, it, I just want to play my video games without having to like see the clickbait everywhere. Yes, please. I want to actually have a genuine discussion, a genuine argument about certain aspects of video games, without all of a sudden getting like screamed out about being an SJW or uh fucking what's it right cuck or whatever. What, what's what 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 nickname well, they got I, the right? What I'm saying is like what I'm saying is I want to be able to um talk about things that are you know. SJWE, but also make sure that I'm coming across of, of like trying to do it for the right reasons or like try not to let things like cloud my judgment either. Like some people see SJWE stuff in everything. Like they, they think that just because uh, there was like a a black person in something. Now it's like, Oh, you're, you're SJWE or like, no, it's, it's just, he just and any so reasonable happens, person would yeah. say no. Like no, it's, it's he's, he just so happens to be black. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm not gonna get too far into it without going down the rabbit hole again. Yeah, because yeah. I've done that way too many times so far. It's easy but, to. Yeah, it's very easy to to fall down that rabbit hole. But it's just if a character is written well, and Larian Studios always manages to deliver well written characters, regardless of what they are, like. There are some genuine little love stories that I kind of said to myself, "Ah, oh, that's that's kind of neat. That's I like that." Where it's like it's a same sex, it's a same sex relationship, and it's like, "Yeah, that's that's kind of cute. That's neat. I like how they wrote it out." 
Now, if it felt like they just put it in there for no fucking reason, I would say to myself, okay, just this is really fucking weird, yeah. but okay. But it's just, Larian Studios understands how to, you know, incorporate all of these aspects and put it in in a way where it fits with the story, it fits with the world. And that's why I like Larian Studios, and that's why I'm liking Baldur's Gate so far. Yeah. Like, if, if, the, if, if the story behind it is good... It is good. Yep. All right. That's enough here. Let's go ahead and get into the gaming news because we're already at half an hour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> gaming news. All right. I got a lot to go through here. First off, RuneScape is now on Steam. I saw that. It's This is really weird. It's, I mean, I wouldn't call it weird. It was inevitable. You think so? Yeah, I think so because it was it was it was already taking off because the original RuneScape, like I think it's just called old school RuneScape, was honestly really good to play with. It 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 felt nostalgic even as a kid when I was playing it. It just felt like the cool thing to do, and I think that this is healthy for its numbers when you start putting it on Steam. And I think that's I think that's what they're doing. I think what is it? Who who's the guys that make it right now? Uh, let me let me see here because I've I've got it pulled up. It is from. Ah, uh, God, I I don't see it actually. But it's ah Jagex. Yeah, Jagex. So I remember when I would get on my. I, I, where where during recess we wouldn't go outside in fifth grade we'd go to the computers as part of our recess and we'd just get on RuneScape and we'd go around I think Falador or no the harbor and we'd just mess around we'd just literally do the stupid old school RuneScape dance and it was it was, it was a ton of fun like hanging out with a bunch of friends on the computer like talking to each other and like hey this is really fucking neat and so seeing RuneScape all of a sudden pop up on Steam, it's like, hey, this is really cool. So I I I think I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's neat. I think it's good that RuneScape is going to be on Steam too. Yeah, God, it's still evolving after all this time. God, how old is that fucking game? Jesus oh, Christ! Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, up next, a a group that calls itself Egregor has uh, allegedly uh, taken data from Ubisoft and Crytek. And uh, this is a ransomware group. Uh-oh. Yeah. And uh, so let's let's pull up the information here, because this is a little bit weird here. Uh, Ubisoft Crytek data posted on Ransomware Gang's site. This is from ZDNet.com. Details about hackers obtained the files remain unclear. Ransomware gang also threatened to leak the source code of Watch Dogs Legion, an upcoming Ubisoft game. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, it's... I don't know. At the same time, that sort of stuff is, like, it's 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 an Ubisoft game. Yeah. Like, well, it's a, it's a game that nobody's excited for. I thought that it already came out, so I stopped paying attention to it. I forgot it existed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I, 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 just, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a fucking uh, what's it called? 
uh, fuck, I don't know the name of like the term where you're trying to build up hype, but like trying to disguise it as part of the game or like the, the, the sort of weird thing for the game. I don't know. Remember that time where that company, uh, fake that they were throwing rockstar guitar controllers into a volcano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it turns out they actually didn't do that. It was all a ruse. It was all a ruse. This could be one of those things. Who knows? Yeah. So I'm looking at screenshots of what was uh, what was posted. So it's it's saying from the from the news site here. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the details of how they got it is is are uncle- unclear. Uh, ransomware gangs like Egregor re- regularly breach companies, steal their data, encrypt files, and ask for a ransom to decrypt the locked data. And this is supposedly posted in the dark web. Ooh. So here's the deal here. You want to know how to not be like Ubisoft? Hmm. That is by getting yourself a VPN, which is going to be bringing us to our sponsor. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I was about to say, (laughs) NordVPN. NordVPN. Jesus. (laughs) Do you want your data breach inside your VPN? No. No, thank you, sir. No. Uh, I'd rather not. No, Destiny, please do not try to sell me on NordVPN when I watch your video. No, thank you. It's it's fine. I already have one. Is it Nord? No. Does it have to be? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to move on then. <laughs> Coming up next year, Destiny 2 is getting its next-gen launch on November 10th. Ooh. Here's the thing. There is actually a chart of how this game is supposed to be when it gets released, comparing it to the Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series S. Now, the resolution... Actually, you know what? No, no. I'm going to do the frame rate first. Mm-hmm. 60 frames per second all Ooh. the way across the board. Ooh. Good. That is the bare minimum. Yeah. Good. All right, now the resolution. Xbox Series X, 4K. Ooh. PlayStation 5, uh-huh. 4K. Hey. Xbox Series S. You want to take a guess? F- 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 four, four, 4K? Nope. 3K? Nope. 2K? 1080p. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I don't... Uh, 1080p. No, this is not okay. Uh, well, I don't think this is okay. What about the other PS5? The one without the disk drive? Oh, that's the only difference. It just doesn't have a disk drive. Hang on. That's right. So, the PlayStation 5... It just has a version with a disc tray and a version without. Yeah. You do not lose any kind of uh, specs by going with the digital edition or with going with the uh, the disc drive version. But with the Series S. Yep. So the Series X is the going to be the brand new upcoming next gen console. Xbox Series X is sorry S is supposed to be next gen, but. It's not as powerful as as a uh, Series X. Uh oh. Can can you hear that? Yeah. Durgup, hey, Durgup, listen. Can wait, you wait, hear wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. It's pre-orders. Oh. Pre pre-orders because people wanted to play Destiny. Oh, oh there they go. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I, it's look, like I was gonna bat for the Xbox Series S, but like. <laughs> If the Ten. other consoles are t- are are touting 4K 
and and this and the S is only pulling off sixty. 1080p. No wonder this console is only costing 300 bucks. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That hurts. Yeah, that really fucking hurts. What the hell? I, I, okay. I, I really was going to bat for the, the system here, but you, you kind of docked some points for me here. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Which means that we got to pay attention to what the, on the resolutions for the other games that are going to be on the S. Yeah, before you touch the S, like, do research. Pay attention to what is going on with the other games because... I, yeah. I know at this point that we're beating a dead horse, but do your research before buying into these consoles. It's very important to understand what you are buying. Don't buy it because it's new. Buy it because it works. Yeah. The X works. The S apparently doesn't. Yeah. I guess... uh I don't understand. I don't get it either. Like, <laughs> I, uh. it's 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 really weird because this is supposed to be a next gen console, yet we're still getting 1080p, and it's just God. I don't know. That just really befuddles me. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like you know a little bit less, not that much, but I mean it's still going to be you know nice to look at. 1080p. God damn. How old is 1080p at this point? Jesus, I don't know. But fuck it. I'm going to look this up on the Googles. Christ, like 1080p, that's the resolution I remember from like all the way back in 2006. Like, yeah, I mean, this is not oh, this is not current. So, up next, a PS4 error. WS37505-0 has broken online functionality. So this was posted to me by Weirdo, and Hitmonkey gave it its its own oof as well. The PS4 software system update 8.0 has gone live, adding a bunch of new online functionality for console gamers to enjoy. Unfortunately, many players are finding themselves plagued by the PS4 error, and uh, earlier today, Sony announced the PS4 software system update. This new version of the PS4 OS adds updates to parties and messaging, new avatars, simplified parental controls, and enhanced two-step verification. These are all surely welcome features, but this latest update has also come with a most unwelcome side effect. And what is the error and can it be fixed? Uh, TechRaptor says, PS4 error, it simply put, means that your console cannot connect to the PlayStation Online services. As the Japanese PlayStation support Twitter notes, two other error codes are also popping up and are representative of similar symptoms. Uh-oh. Yeah. Online connectivity is, is not the only issue. However, several players in a Reddit submission have highlighted several other problems, which include the following... Can't see friends online. Uh oh. Friends list disappears entirely. Oh. Party chat not working due to parental controls. <sighs> oh no. Oh no. That. Okay. I. I have nothing to add to this anymore. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, Legend of Zelda The Missing Link is now DMCA'd by Nintendo. Oh. Yep, a fan game got copyright striked. Oh, no. Yep, all because Nintendo can, and uh, you're using their property, so it's you know, it could happen. It's a game that's, that's supposed to look like the N64 era, which I don't know why you would want to go back to. Uh, Ocarina of Time actually kind of... Okay, it's not great. 
it's not as great as everybody touts it out to be. It's still nice. It's nice. It was uh, pretty groundbreaking when the game came out, but I don't th- think the game has aged that well. Nevertheless, people still found enough fun with this game to create their own fan game of it. Now, oopsie poopsie, the, you can't you can't play it anymore. Uh oh. Last, my boy Genshin Impact is now reported to have uh, grossed over $100 million in less than two weeks. Yeah. I actually have, some ar- I actually have an article about that, too. Yeah. But more of more along the lines of the player... Co- like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this here soon, but it's, it's good. Like, just a bit right, right now, it's really nice. It's good. It's fine. I have some issues with it, but outside of that, it's, it's a really... It's a really addicting game. Like, it's really addicting. I've got it downloading right now, so I think after this recording, I'm going to try it out. Hell yeah. But without further ado, let's get into the topic of the week. I actually have something, though. Oh, yeah? Yes, I do, for once. (laughs) All right. So, first off, kind of piggybacking off of that little Genshin Impact stuff. So, off of of GameDaily.biz, we have Genshin Impact downloaded more than two... Sorry, downloaded more than 23 million times in its first week on mobile platforms. So, in the last week of September, Genshin Impact was released to a mostly positive reception. It's a free-to-play, uh, it's a free-to-play action RPG from Shanghai-based publisher and developer MiHoYo. The game released on PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and mobile devices via the App Store and Google Play Store, according to mobile analytic group app Annie. The game has been a huge hit on mobile, having amassed more than 23 million downloads there in its first week. It's an impressive launch for any game, but especially for an open-world core action RPG to get off to such a strong start, especially in the U.S. Games that break out in downloads tend to be hyper-casual, ga- uh, hyper-casual games or games with shorter session times that traditionally appeal to a very wide market. Market. Core games often focus on a deep level of engagement for a more targeted audience, this article says, and download numbers like these have typically been reserved for Call of Duty mobiles and Pokemon Go's of the world. It's it's big. Yeah. Like, this shit yeah. is taking off hardcore. You are going to hear about it nearly every week, every day, apparently. Like this game has taken off. It's the it's the characters, it's the art, it's the music. You'll understand the exact moment you start playing this game. Now, going outside of that, from Dote e, uh, Dote Esports, two out of three most rated WoW PvP players banned indefinitely by Blizzard. Huh? Right. So, Blizzard issued three suspensions in a recent post on the official forums, with two players being the highest-rated World of Warcraft PvP players in history. Andreas Areko Miani and Rene Swampix Pinkera, two former players for Xset Game, have been indefinitely banned a couple of days after reaching... 3,655 rating in 3v3, the highest PvP history in wow 
and the third player did not receive an, an, uh, any sort of punishment. Okay, let's see here. The individuals were banned due to bad behavior according to the official rule set, namely indecent language following leaked private VODs, which surfaced yesterday. The videos have been deleted from Twitter and Reddit following the issuance of suspensions. In addition to these two indefinitely banned uh, indefinitely bans, Blizzard has issued Martin Looney Moazes a one-year ban due to his account not being in good standing according to the official rule set. This is them basically hardcore shit-talking. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to actually see the vods because again they've been deleted. I'm sure if you look on YouTube you'll be able to un- you'll you'll be able to find it. But it's like I'd actually kind of I, I I wouldn't put it as like a good thing that's happening because right now Blizzard is standing on a lot of thin ice and that ice is slowly but surely crumbling away and in some parts the has completely cr- crumbled away for most people, but like shit talking is a thing that will always happen in competitive engagements. Uh Uh-huh, as it should. As it should, but there are going to be certain points where it's like, you shouldn't take shit-talking to a further extreme. Like, there's a point where it's shit-talking, and then there's a point where it's just, you're just being a dickweed. Mm -hmm. Again, don't be assholes. That is basically what the terms and conditions applies to. Don't be assholes. (laughs) Don't fucking hack. Don't do bad shit. Yep. The three cornerstones of all terms and conditions. Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> all right, and with that, let's get into the topic of the week. Topic of the week. So, Stev, you started playing a game called Breath of the Genshin Impact. Yeah. Talk to us about this game. God. All right. Genshin Impact. You like Breath of the Wild? No. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, do, 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 do you like anime? No. Uh, then I would not like this game, would I? I guess not. I'm kidding. I like both. Yay. Tell it to me, Daddy. All righty then. So, first off... Yes, this is in fact an open world RPG. Uh, it it it, in, it includes a good amount of stuff. It, it encourages you to explore the world in order to get into all these nooks and crannies, climb up those walls, explore that mountaintop, go and do what you do best, my fellow RPG players. Explore the shit out of it. Forget that there's a main quest. Realize that you have overleveled for the main quest and then cry in the back corner because you don't know what else to do. <laughs> yeah, that's why happened. But, it, but it's 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 unique in the fact that yes, it takes it, it, it takes kind of it takes signals from Breath of the Wild and then puts it into a very enjoyable and beautiful world. It it is basically anime Breath of the Wild. Down to the cooking, gliding, climbing, stamina system, combat. It's just, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Well, I shouldn't say combat, but still. So, you're able to glide around, you're able to climb up, you're swimming, you're doing all this other stuff in order to, like, explore, find chests, battle enemies, do all this sort of, uh, do all this sort of stuff. And during all this time, you'll be treated to a very well done me, like very well done soundtrack in my opinion 
Um, and it's just everything about this game is it just screams out to me like this. If they would have released this for sixty bucks on Steam or any other like any other game page, I would I would buy it within a heartbeat. After trying really? it out, okay. this is going to be one of those games. Like I'm really happy that I was able to get into this game as a free to play, and it's just it's awesome. So here here here's how this works. Story wise, I, I won't too far into it because of course this is going to be something that everyone needs to experience at least at some point playing the game it's very nice it has that sort of anime aesthetic if you're into it you know you're you're out searching for your sister along the way you're having these adventures you're you're trying to piece together all this knowledge about what is happening in the world um, in order to you know find your sister you get involved with a lot of these different gods and you're just the the main goal find your sister but it 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 evolves into into something bigger than that and i think that's what i kind of enjoy when it comes down to an rpg it's just god it's just fucking breathtaking but combat how does it work if you're playing on the pc master race mhm mm-hmm. left click big boy attack like you're 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 attacking hardcore like you know, you got your each character has their own combos that they'll able that they're gonna be able to do. It, it, each each character has their own moveset that they're able to do, and it's it's really nice because each character has their own regular ability, which is gonna be on cooldown, which is basically the way that you're gonna be probably starting off every fight or to continue a, I wouldn't call it a combo, but in order to keep that damage consistent. That will range from for pure damage characters just three step combos that will annihilate people put put like a damage over time buff on them like uh if you're playing playing my favorite character D Luke he's a he's 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 basically Batman if Batman was younger had red hair and a giant sword and all was also on fire which is cool yeah you got me yeah. on that one so his entire thing is that, you know, he's doing a hell of a lot of do- uh, damage. I have another character, Mona. You know, she's a hydralist. I think that's what she calls herself. Water-based damage. Her attacks are magical. So, of course, she's using a spell book and all that stuff. So she's hitting people from range. Uh, she'll, as a final part of her combo, she'll teleport. So that way no one can hit her and then do a final little AoE thing. But her ability allows her to throw down this water AoE that also acts as kind of like an aggro for everyone else. So that way if you're getting hit, throw down that thing, they're going to be focusing on that thing more than they're going to be focusing on you. Unless for some reason you are doing a hell of a lot more damage than before. You get the idea of how aggro works. However, each character has their own and I'm going to put this in air quotes because I know that this is an audio only podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if you I don't know if you know this but for the past hour or so I have been juggling all of these balls and chainsaws. Um Dirk can, can can attest to this. I have I have been doing this all day now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's super cool. Oh, let me get that there. Okay. Joe joke's been running to the ground. But the more you hit enemies, the more you fill up a meter. 
that will be able to allow you to unleash these ultimate abilities. Now, these abilities range from, I'm going to do all of the damage right now, and then give me extra stuff to do, to stopping everyone in place, to putting an AoE around you. You get the idea. There's there's a good amount of characters. All of them are unique, so they interact, they interact in combat differently than anyone else. And it just... It, feels good because in the middle of these combos if you want to if if you realize that hey I need I need something more than what I'm doing right now you can switch out in the middle of a combo put them uh put another person into into the fight and you're it, it just it feels good it feels nice the combos are neat the 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 the, the, the abilities are cool it's just fucking nice like this is what I want from an action RPG. I want flashy moves. Oh yeah. I want big dick energy AoE abilities. <laughs> it it just feels nice. I know I use that a lot when I describe combat systems, but it just it feels you, you good. You just run to that point where it's like you have you have a hard time figuring out what other eloquent ways to put the point. Yeah, and it's just it's really cool and the way that they and the way that they do boss fights it's it's awesome. It's not just I'm going to go beat up people. There there are certain bosses where you got to actually like realize that there are patterns that they're following. Mhm. You realize what the pattern is going to be, you realize that they're about to do a certain attack, so it's it's time to, you know, pay attention because if you don't pay attention, you're going to take a lot of damage and then that's going to be the end of the fight. Yeah. Then there's the other boss that I've been fighting right now, which has literally been, I'm going to throw ads at you. Each one of these ads does something differently, so pay attention. I'm going to be throwing two of these ads at you now, and then I'm going to sink down platforms. All the while, if you can't beat up the ads, you're going to lose the fight. Um, there's other ones where it's AoEs, where it... Where it it makes you realize that you're not going to be you're not able to run out in time so you got to spot dodge spot dodging feels nice because when you realize that you're going to get hit with big dick energy from a boss you can just get out of the fucking way right uh, right click to save lives it's it's like in dark souls like like f- fuck it, fucking dodge to save your uh, save a life right and it in each one of each one of these like boss fights or even like mini boss fights it just it 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 feels nice to where you understand what they're about to do so you want to you you want to change up your strategy in the middle of that fight uh and it it just it god it's nice for once to be able to sit down on one of these like mainstream RPGs and just have a good time witcher whenever you're fighting an enemy you have to you have to realize that there's going to be times where it's like okay I'm fighting this guy so I should know what exactly I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, uh, I, I, would you fight like is the first enemy that you fight in The Witcher like the first big big boss kind of in the intro? Oh, a griffin. Yeah, a griffin. Yeah, you know how to fight a griffin because you know it gives you the patterns. You have to learn how it. You know that it's a griffin, so it's going to be flying. You know that it's going to be going for those big swings every once in a while, so you want to get out of the way of that. What are what are Griffins weak to? Swords, swords. That's right. 
<laughs> just beat up. <laughs> beat up that poor griffin. <laughs> just Yeah, you just beat up with your sword. Yeah. He ate a cow. <laughs> he has to go. <laughs> Cut his head off. <laughs> Did you kill it? He had to go. <laughs> yeah, here's the head. Thank you, Geralt of Rivia. Here is your gold. Now fuck off. <laughs> like, okay. Wait, you mean like 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 they just tell you your your business? No, he pretty much tells you fuck off. Did you kill as... the griffin? Yeah, the head is on my horse saddle. Yeah, and it gives me bonuses. Yeah. Okay. He gives my horse bonuses. Yeah. Now fuck off. Oh, okay, I guess. And it just it It's a breath of fresh air, I guess. Yeah. And it just, God, it's just really nice. And I, I understand that you know you you you're a big fan when it comes down to Breath of the Wild. So I thought to myself, like, hey, this is a game that you should be trying out. Well, and I had to, I had to turn around to Breath of the Wild. At first, I I wasn't really a big fan of it, but once I just kept going at it, like the more that I did, the the better I enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I think if I was able to. To turn around to Breath of the Wild, I think really anybody else could. Yeah, and it's, of course, it borrows it borrows aspects from it. So I mean, not 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 like your weapons are gonna break or there's like a ma- or the master swords is gonna be out there. Okay, but good. it's just different weapons do different things. On each character, you can equip five different artifacts. You don't want to. Sometimes you want to have a full set bonus of these artifacts. Other times you don't, and you want to mix and match. Each artifact is going to have different stats on it. So it'll be from attack, defense, critical damage. Um, let's see here. Yeah, critical damage, critical rates, which basically means how often you do crits. Um, to elemental masteries, where your elemental attacks, again, like I was talking about before, there are fire enemy, uh, there's, there's fire attacks, water attacks, cryo attacks, electricity attacks, uh, earth attacks, air attacks. Those are your main, those those are the six. And you want to do more damage on your abilities, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead and do that. Uh, of course, they also have, like I was talking about before, your, uh, your ultimate abilities are called elemental bursts. So you want to charge those up as fast as you can. So that way you can keep throwing out your big dick damage onto the enemies. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want to slow them down even more than before. So you want to you you you, you want to put the right artifacts on the right characters, so that way you can do the things that the characters are supposed to be doing, but better. Same thing comes down to the weapons. Each weapon will always have some sort of passive thing that they're going to be doing. So on my on my sword on my swordmaster right now, she's electric. She she she's going in and she's basically uh. She's basically psh, nothing personal uh, per- personnel kidding you. So she teleports around. She does all this sort of uh, sort of stuff. But I want her to teleport around a lot more and deal damage in a wider area. So I have her equipped with uh, with a sword that allows me to do that uh, that ultimate ability a lot more. Mm-hmm. I have on 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 my main tank. Whenever he uses his ultimate ability or any sort of like any sort of ability that does elemental damage, so in his case, fire damage, it gives him a shield that will actually be able to absorb damage that'll be that'll be coming towards him. So that way, I don't have to keep dodging out of the way in order to avoid damage 
and then, you know, lose out on damage. That's big when it comes down to it. Like, my tank is now tank. The tank. It's just good. And, I mean, the soundtrack is actual orchestra. Re- okay, so the, so the soundtrack is... Uh... It is not half. It's not half-assed. It's not some guy. It's not some guy in his living room that's just playing on a synth right now. It is an actual orchestra. Good. That's and, great. And each zone will have its own kind of motif. So in the main area that you have, there's a lot of woodwind instruments. There's a lot of violins. Um. In 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 the other area that I'm in right now, I think it's called Leeway has a lot of Chinese instruments that are going for it. It just... And, and every, every single time you get into combat, you'll still get that orchestra music. And it, it it feels good to get into combat and listen to that music going on in the background. I don't listen... I mean, I listen to music whenever I'm playing any sort of games. Sure. But in this one, I actually just turn on the soundtrack and just go with it. Because it's good. Yeah, they put effort into every part of this game, including the art, including the scenery. There are some parts in the game where it's like, "This is fucking beautiful." So you're pretty much having the same reaction that I did with the Witcher Three soundtrack when playing the game. Yes, and it's just, it's remarkable. This is going to be a game that people are going to be talking about for ages. Really, this is going to be a game where it's like. Every update that people... People are already getting hyped for an update that is a month out. They're, 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 they're already throwing out analysis for the lore in making theories about the game. I've never seen that for a fucking mobile game. For a free game. For a free mobile game. I have never seen anyone ever throw out analytics for a mobile game. Like, like actually trying to analyze the lore about behind the game. Holy shit. They actually put effort into world building. There are landmarks in this game that you will remember. Every part of this game can be remembered well. First starting city, City of Freedom. I think it's called Mondstadt or something like that. And it... It has a very European aesthetic to it, I think, and it looks neat. It looks beautiful. Like going into the first city, it it's 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 I it's breathtaking. I guess I don't want to use that terminology a lot, but right, it looks good. Like this is a world where I can actually get immersed into, instead of all of a sudden being like bombarded by synthwave music out of fucking nowhere. The story behind it is just nice. Uh, I remember that there's a part where it's, you know, feral child kind of thing, raised by wolves sort of aspect to it. Trying to convince the humans that it's not his wolf pack that is killing humans. It's another wolf pack that's invading. And throughout this entire time, he's talking about how his... I want to say parent... I think, but he doesn't, re- I don't really, I, I, I would call it like his mentor. And he he's always referencing his mentor. And so you finally like think to yourself, oh, it's probably just like a regular wolf, like a bigger than usual. It's a big fucking wolf with fucking electricity 
and ice and it makes me terrified whenever I have to fight him for one of for one of my daily quests. It made me feel immaculate <laughs> <laughs> trying to fight the bosses. Okay. It's a game I think anyone can enjoy. It is a game that I think caught me off guard. Okay, so tell me about the microtransactions. Okay, so uh, yes, because this is originally supposed to be for the mo- uh, for the mobile devices, of course it's going to be a gotcha thing. I have mixed feelings when it comes down to gotcha games. This one, I still have the mixed feelings about. But if you get into it right now, you'll get you'll you'll get a lot of opportunities to not have to worry about the gotcha. Again, if you listen to a lot of forums that are on there, and you say they'll they'll tell you the same thing when it comes down to gotcha games. If you don't want to spend money, don't worry about it. It gives you the opportunities to not spend money. But you have to be patient, and you definitely don't want to all of a sudden tempt yourself by accident you can fall into a rabbit hole it will hurt tell me about the rabbit hole how can you tempt yourself the characters there are characters in this game there are females some of them look badass some of them are really nice the only reason I got into the rabbit hole for a bit was because there was a again giant sword man that does flames with Phoenix. I felt ashamed, but at the same time, I have my boy now. He's a badass. He's badass Batman. <laughs> and he's cool. But each one of these characters have their own different backstories that you can look into. It has a trust system that you'll be able to get into. If you do more content, you get more trust with your character, and they'll open up more about their backstory to you. It's really cool. Each one of them has a voice line, where you know they narr- they narrate what what they like, what they don't like, what what they'll say in like sunny weather, raining, snowing, that sort of stuff. Of course, because they it's anime. I don't know what you want from me at this point. Yeah. But I mean, they're memorable. People like them. Like, it's just, it's really fucking nice for, 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 for me to all of a sudden actually like a character, to care about a character, instead of just seeing 2D art and then be expected to like the game. I can interact with these people. Every person that is that you can roll for in the got in the gotcha system, you can talk to in the game, and it's nice. Instead of all of a sudden having to like think to yourself, okay, like I have this person now, like it's a big tit mommy gf. I don't know what you want from me, but you can actually talk to big tit mama gf. Power, dude. Power. <laughs> it's a lot of power. She has aura, aura energy. <laughs> she also makes lewd noises when she climbs up walls. Good. <sighs> but it's, it's a, it's oh god, it's really nice. 
for for once I'm actually having fun in a mo- in, in 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 a mobile game. But it's a of course I've talked about it before I think, but it's it's on the PC, it's on the Nintendo Switch, it's on the PS4, it's on your phone. All of it is cross-play, which means that if you have a buddy that only plays it on the PC, you can play with them, regardless of whatever Good. system that you have. Fucking, finally, we get that sort of love when it comes down to multiplayer stuff. There's no PvP in this game, by the way. Huh. There's All only right. co- there's only co-op mode. And when I say co-op mode, I'm not talking about, oh, you get to go in the dungeon with your friends and that's about it. I'm talking about you can actually go and explore this open world area with your buddies, with three other buddies of yours. You can go fight bosses. You can go do dungeons. You can go and explore. You can go and dick around like I did with a few friends of mine, where you just run around the AFK son of a bitch and then jump to your death all at the same time. Because you forgot to press space, you miscalculated your uh, your last minute jump to glide down to safety. Then you laugh at them, and then you make fun of them, and then you cry in a corner. I definitely am not the guy who cried in a corner. All right then. I like the game. <laughs> There's a small lolly zombie that is very pure, and you should protect at all time. Oh no, uh, lolly zombies kind of have to go. Uh-uh. But that one likes coconut milk. <laughs> that's she also no. Gets... That's my coconut milk. <laughs> but I mean, like again, all the characters—they're really nice, and it's an enjoyable experience for me. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to say about the game before we wrap this up then? There's a drunk bard in the game. Oh. Yeah. He's uh He's strange. He lit he, he used to be a god and then he realized that he couldn't drink all the wine that he wanted if he was god. So <laughs> he stopped being god and now he sings for drunk people at a tavern and only gets paid in wine. <laughs> he is my favorite boy. <laughs> He is my favorite boy forever and always. He is my mood kindred. <laughs> mood kindred? Are you, are, are you a piece of shit too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, watch Brother Evelbusa. Yes, please. All right, then. Guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Uh, share the show. Make sure you get people listening in on this. And until next time. Oh, wait. Yeah? But before I forget, just yeah? in case that everyone everyone needs a reminder for this, in Genshin Impact, yes, you can glide around, but you will run out of stamina if you glide for too long. You know what happens when you run out of stamina mid-glide? What happens? You take fall damage. Okay. I had to. You, you <laughs> sly, someone bitch. So back to the whole thing about SJWs and, uh-huh. and people talking about SJWs. Uh-huh. So, okay. There is a Twitter profile. Uh-huh. Let me pull them up here real quick. Because uh, uh, this is this is a bit of a weird thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember who Sargon of Akkad is. Yeah. So, allegedly, Sargon of Akkad uh, doesn't have a Twitter that says... 
Sargon of ACOD. He instead has a Twitter called Robin Hood. Oh. And uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Greenwood Outlaw is what he goes by on Twitter. Uh-huh. So it is alleged that it is it is Sargon. Everybody is pretty sure that it's Sargon. Um, some people have been g- making videos talking about this. And... Um, it's it's all but confirmed at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, con- this this Twitter profile was like constantly trying to talk to sh- to Shoe on Head about her being, you know, swayed more towards the left. Um, <laughs> Sargon has been talking a lot about how uh, we need to have kids. You know, you need to become a parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, men need to become become fathers, and women need to become mothers. Mm-hmm. Well. He also claims to talk about um, individualism, mm-hmm. and so I, um, I, 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 I chimed in. He was uh, posting the, this image where it's, uh, you know, it, it, this this crying. Uh, what's what's the the character's name? Uh, Pepe, and then you've got um, Wojak. Yeah, a crying Wojak saying, "You think people just will just be happy like that, just making a family and providing for them?" Yes. So, like, he's dead set on this, mm-hmm. and so I said, "Then why are there people who abandon their kids?" Uh oh. Well, he noticed this, retweeted me, saying, "For the same reason, there are still monkeys, and yet evolution is also true." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> well, when you work to have some sort of, like, internet presence, you have to... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so confused. It, it doesn't make sense. I don't know what's happening anymore. 